I'd like to raise my glass to two fine gentlemen joining me for another Tuesday night in Kensington, Maryland. This here, is the here. Audible. He's Kevin Ricca. He's Tim Strachan. What's up? And I'm Ken Marangolo. And this is off-season on the brink, y'all, with a little Paul Simon mixed in. I heard that in a while. It's about Kirk's girl. Diamonds on the soles of her shoes. Yeah. So I think it's a, a good segue into maybe the way we're treating some of our diamonds, potentially, in this town. Um, but but we're, we're going to start... I think in a little bit of a different place than everyone is, is focusing on. I think the defensive coordinator hunt is a huge deal. We can all agree it's a huge deal. We, we've talked incessantly about the players, you know, in this particular defensive uh, coordinator's Game of Thrones. I, I thought to take a break from that madness, um, which we ultimately won't because we'll talk about them anyways. Uh, I, I feel like we're missing potentially like the bigger issue here about hiring a defensive coordinator and, and, and making long-term commitments to quarterbacks and um, you know embracing what has happened over the last two years in the hopes that it can happen for five to seven or eight more years. And, and that's, uh, is Jay Gruden, uh, does he need to be put under a long-term contract by, by this organization? And is that decision potentially the real keystone in this entire picture from, from Kirk cousins to whoever our coordinators are, um, to what McLovin wants to do with the Redskins organization. He's not a lame duck coach. Um, but I don't see, I mean, something's not right. Something doesn't feel right. I don't know what it is. I don't know if there's a power struggle going on. I don't know if, you know, it's just Dan Snyder being Dan Snyder again. I don't know, but something's not right. In this case, it doesn't have to be necessarily even Dan Snyder. Um, one thing we knew when we embraced the uh, hiring of Scott McLuhan, who we affectionately refer to as McLovin, when, when they hired him, he inherited some things, and some things that you don't um, necessarily tie yourself to when you take a GM job, and those things are head coaches and quarterbacks. And he, he inherited both. And we... We knew that there was always going to be a possibility that if it didn't work out and, you know, the, if that breakup occurred, you know, we were all going to still be friends with McLovin, you know, and, and, and you know, Jay and Kirk, for example, in this, in this situation, we're going to have to, um, you know, leave town. Um, but I think, I think it did work. I think it, it, it has shown uh, it can grow roots and it, and it should be invested in. And I think the way you invest in it is by, Giving Jay Gruden a long-term contract. I can't even believe like this is the conversation we're almost getting into, but give like give Jay Gruden a long-term contract and let's see if that attracts some some bit better coaching talent, position coaching talent, um, you know, buy-in from players, for example. I, I don't know. Well when you texted me, Kevin, would would you know, would you like to extend Jay? And I immediately responded, yes, as as long as we're talking about Gruden. Um mm-hmm. We're all sitting around waiting for the first domino to fall and, and, and start the chain reaction. I think uh, what we're looking at now is someone's tapping that middle domino. I don't know if it's going left or right, but it's not set up to go this way. It's going to be a from the inside out domino effect. Yeah. Uh, the, the, 
the first domino that falls is going to set everything off in the chain reaction. And we're all sitting around here chomping at the bit, waiting for something to go down. I don't know if no news means bad news. I don't know that it means good news either. I know you're sitting there thinking, hey, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're parading these decoordinators around, and if you look at their headshots, it looks like a like a, a porn site company is doing a startup. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that is hand in hand that's with. Great, yeah. That, that's where you want to shop for your defensive. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. That's a, when, when you start to think about it, it's not that uncommon that a decoordinator and a porn star would have such eerie similarities <laughs> in uh, unkemptness, uh, body type. And, uh, you know, a soul patch. You know, there's only two professions that a grown man over 45 gets away with a soul patch. So, yeah. Which makes really, at the end of the day, Rob Ryan is the sleeper uh, best oh, version of it, of Dude, the Ryan no, twins. Just, just for the record. Just, just for the record. On that line of oh, yeah, He greases himself on through that oh, door and he pops God. right out onto the practice field. We'd all like to think that the delay so far has been that they're just being meticulous and, you know, they're, they're, they're doing their due diligence and all that stuff. But what if, what if they're like, actually interviewing guys like Rob Ryan because there are guys like Gus Bradley and those that are just waiting to see what is going to happen in San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan, and they're not really necessarily all that attracted to this because of what you were saying, because Jay isn't extended. They, they could be finding a new job in a year from, for all they know. Absolutely. You know? So, so this, that, is, yeah. this is all just pomp and circumstance. I mean, it, this is just maybe charades this may be just be like diversion like oh no yeah we're looking we're doing our due diligence we're, we're figuring the, when really it's just it's a referendum on there's not a real lot Jake of c- confidence in people to come here right now well i do like the theory and i've read it a few times that we're interviewing guys like that so when we do hire a guy we can go oh well at least it wasn't chunky disgusting rob ryan who gave up 40 on our field about 20 games ago uh, i think kirk threw for every three we rushed for two he got fired uh we beat him by 30 i mean you know that's not the guy you bring in he went up against he went up against joe barry that day joe barry holds drew Brees to 200 yards passing them to less than 100 yards rushing shuts him out in the second half so if we want to do that whole game that's the guy they're bringing out rob ryan to say thank god it's not him when we do make that call and I think that's part of the game, part of the... I mean, I can't think of another damn reason why he would be it's, in the building. It's because nobody's committing. Nobody's committing because they're, they're, they're still waiting for other things and better pastures somewhere else. Well, it's, you, as, a, as a hot coordinator, hot coordinators every year get jobs with franchises that are changing head coaches because they're going to get a little bit of head coaching certainty. A guy's going to hire a, a head coach and probably going to stick with him for a year or two at least, maybe, maybe three if he's lucky these days. I see this as an opportunity for this. I call this, uh, you know, we need to renew our vows with Jay Gruden. I think the the team can renew its vows, and, and Jay Gruden can be involved in this. And I think that is, this is a hey. We've you, all said it. You, you know, at what? some point this season, we've all said he's Jay Gruden's not a problem. No, no, no but I I, 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 I agree. He's, I think you you want to hire a guy. You're getting because you know I, I think Dan Snyder does sometimes get a little antsy around this time of year. He's seen everyone get to buy things that he's not even shopping for. So I say, you know how you fix that? Buy your own guy. Just, just rebuy them. Re- renew those vows. You have a party. You know, buy some, buy each other present. Register somewhere. Make it a thing. That, that would be great. Is, is, uh, is McLovin going to do to Jay Gruden this year what he's been doing to Kirk Cousins, and that is prove it on a? He's on, about on to. A, on a, You're about at that spot. You know, mo- most you know coaches don't play it under one year deals for for obvious reasons. Could there be a pattern uh, developing here? Yeah, I mean. You know, we hope that they get along. We think they get along. It wasn't his guy to start off with. That's always going to be there. That's always going to be an issue. He didn't. It wasn't his. It wasn't his guy. But you know, I don't know if that necessarily means that that's a problem. Uh, 
I think that it just shows that we didn't have a guy. We just were so done with with Joe Barry. We didn't have a guy in mind. We didn't have a replacement. We were just so finished with him. I don't even think that was close. Well, I think that you see he's going with McVeigh. Joe Barry yeah, hired right away. I think in coach. this I think in this current NFL environment that you find yourself in, if if you have a strong executive, which I believe we do in McLovin, and if you have a strong head coach, which you never know until you, until you have him for five or six or seven years, really, then you you should expect to turn your sidelines. You should expect to to to, to be good enough where your coaches are going to be in demand because because you run a solid organization. And I think wanting that is a perfectly good reason to extend Jay Gruden. What does it cost? What does it ultimately cost us? You know, it costs Dan Snyder a few bucks, sure, because that money's guaranteed. But it's not salary cap space. No, that's the only money he can spend ridiculously yeah. with uh, no, no no strings attached. It Look, doesn't matter. I, I love just spewing out little conspiracy theories. It could be whereas Dan and Bruce are, are up against McLovin and, and Jay. It could be. I asked it could that question today, as T. deep as that. I want to know. I, Who you know, the hell knows what's going on? But it can't. It can't be all that not, great. It's probably not that. I, I. I like to think that it's not that. But it's so funny you say that because I had a conversation today with someone, and, and immediately the thought occurred. I want to know just exactly how involved Bruce Allen really is in, in this stuff. Because anything north of even remotely involved is is potentially not where we want to be. Not because Bruce is great. But McLovin is the guy. You have a strong executive hand. Every great organization has that. You pair that with a with a long term head coach uh, that you believe in, and you know proves it obviously year over year or over time. It shouldn't matter. You shouldn't be sweating these coordinator decisions. Built, built. You know, the guys are going to want to come. You think Belichick's ever going to have a hard time hiring someone? Obviously, never. Um, Tomlin, never. McCarthy, never. The list is probably probably up to ten or eleven guys who are always going to be able to hire coordinators and probably always get at least one of their top two or three choices, regardless of how sexy it would be to work with a guy like McVeigh. So yeah, and that plays into the whether he should be extended or not. Yeah, I, I really do. And yep. I think it's a great point. Well, and it's not your classic extend time, obviously. Um, you know, for cleansing purposes, I, I would I would say, um, Keegan, that at the end of the day. You have to consider well. You you just have to consider putting this guy on a long term deal and getting it done, and letting that be just, your your keystone of the whole argument. Just drop a load on the floor, let him have at it. I mean, let's go, let's let's start it up. We're all here for continuity. If we knock him out of the picture, now yeah. now what? Yeah. Now there's a, that's a whole. I I don't even want to dream of going there. So are we going to wait around to see what that happens? Nah. But then again, or has you know, he already been ha- told? This doesn't usually Look. happen until next summer, correct? I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're not going to hang him out to dry, I don't think. Or, or is the is the deal in place? You get to the playoffs and win a game in the playoffs next season, or else you're gone. You know, I just say forget that. I Why say, extend them when you're going to have to pay him extra money when you think when you've already given him an ultimatum? Nah, because that's just Dandy's money. McLevin's ain't worried about that. <laughs> that's not his salary. His precious. For the first it's, time in a long time, we have big time players locked up for that four- to five-year window. We're looking at putting the biggest time of our players into that same window. We're asking a defensive coordinator to come and coach our young talent on defense that we're probably going to be drafting in the next two seasons for a long-term commitment. It's perfect sense to say, Jay, we're extending you for three years. We want you here for the next, for the next five. You know, and, and you know what? That would be the splashiest news uh, uh, for, for an offseason uh, in this 
town in, in, in a long time. A long time. A good splash. It just feels weird. Something is not right. Well, something's happening, and we don't know what the hell it is, and that feels weird because it's going to be very exciting when it does. We all hope so. Well, well, well it's going to be exciting any which way unless it's uh, one of these... You know, unless it's Rob Ryan, yeah, unless it's uh, uh, you know Ron Jeremy lookalike Jim Tomasula, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm sure he brings something to the table besides looking exactly like Ron Jeremy, but he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somehow he's never coordinated. He got that job as the head, and gosh, those interviews were brutal. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I always say in baseball, it's such a long season. I love my Dusty Baker because he makes the post game so in the long <laughs> season. He just has that personality that you just want to stick around and listen to him. We, we sit here, we wait for these press conferences. Jay's damn refreshing, I think, with his brutal and blunt honesty and his, his overall attitude and, you know, his first-rounder comments a couple weeks ago. I, I mean, I enjoy that. I don't know if I want this. Uh, the D-corner's never going to be the face, but with these young guys, we're going to need an energy guy to come in here. We're going to need a oh, proven no, they, guy. And, we and, talked about I just, that. I'm just looking at this average list, and I don't know, man. I still think deep down it's going to be Petten. I don't know what. I don't know why he's the one that that confuses me. It seems like he fits all the criteria. I don't know if he's from the exact tree or or, or the right tree. No, he's not from any. He's from the but, he's from the Ryan tree, right down to the feet. If he's but the right guy, he's, he's the right guy. He's the right guy. Why yeah. hasn't he been offered the job? And, and if it's not him, who are you waiting for over him? It's not Rob Ryan. I think there. I, I think there. There's a lot so of respect for Manuski. Inside the walls and outside the walls, and I think uh, at least not making a decision until he has a chance to be a part of the process is a, is a very respectful thing uh, to him as a professional. I mean, he has coordinated in this league. What Kevin? Nine seasons of coordination. Nine seasons of coordination. Man. Nine consecutive seasons. Yeah, not like he got out of football for a while and got kicked around. Now four with San Fran, one with San Diego, and four with Indy, all consecutive. And then he's uh, been a position coach for the last. Does two Jay seasons. not want to bring him on because he's a potential threat to take it over after, no. after a year? No, 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 he's not a potential. I mean, threat. Greg Minuski is part of the, our solution. No, 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 I'm not no talking about Minuski. I'm talking about Petten. Oh no, no, nah, I, he's not a threat either. I, I, I want guys who are head coaching candidates to be our coordinator, uh, absolutely. But I also, again, hearkening back to what we just talked about, I got, I think, I think it's clear, I think it's clear inside the building who's in charge. Um, and in a good way, I think he's he's a uh, Jay Gruden has has um, been kind of praised. It's clear for, to you who's in charge? Well, I think from an organizational standpoint, like who the boss is. You hear these um, interviews with guys like McVeigh, for example. He had a lengthy interview the other day, and um, certainly some of the other coaches that he's coached with over you know as a Gruden, you know, all the way back to the Florida Tuskers. I mean, you just get good uh, a sense that he's he's a delegator. Um, he empowers his guys. He he shields them from blame. He uh, you know he just people want people people would like to work for him. You know, and I think I think people want they want the Redskins to believe in him as much as they believe in him. Um, and I think they want to they want I think coordinators want to work in a place with a guy like a Belichick, obviously for example, because they know if they succeed at a place like that. They're 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 going to have job opportunities yeah. galore. Uh, I think Jay is very well respected by the other coaches. You I just hear too. you hear about you hear. Mc, I heard McVeigh this morning on radio, and and he did, and it was genuine respect, and it was, you know, the story you heard about. You know, Jay had set it up so that you know he would take the fall if McVeigh's you know play calling got called into question. You know, stuff like that. You know, and, and that McVeigh kept just saying I, he was a great mentor. He was somebody that was great to work for and a, and a model for me to take where I'm going. That means something. Yep. 
Yeah, and you for know? all those people who are so freaked out it about us losing McVeigh, it, it means something. And guess what? But if he's not extended, and if that's maybe a problem with why we're not getting a DC or other people, oh, waiting, Jay's not on, extended. Yeah. Then, then, what the hell's going on? So who really is in charge up there? Well, he doesn't well, need to be extended for a year. I know that's a long time sometimes to wait for an extension, but you know he's got two years left. So you know if he's not extended going into next season. Then, then that's when you start. I'll start asking questions and, and be way more worried about his extension. I can't keep. I mean, you know, thank yeah. God we didn't talk about the defensive coordinator situation. I know, I know. You know, well, I think this is it a really unique, wasn't. It was more about Jay. It's a I unique know, opportunity about Jay. I, 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 I'm, I'm guilty of. It. We haven't even discussed the offensive coordinator. You say Rob for, Ryan. I just and, want to start talking it. shit. It's just a, it's a unique opportunity uh, for a sports franchise of any sport uh, in any city because we are. In two, year, two years in to this rebuild, the Redskins have hit the reset button a number of times, failing miserably all of those times. The, the manner in which they sought to rebuild their roster at various times over the last 20 years has resulted in, you know, what we saw. Um, this is different. This this is something that's bit, that has a foundation. It's uh, it's it's they're 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 not overpaying the wrong guys. Um, you know, hopefully they'll they'll overpay the right guy uh, this year. But they're they're, they're building talent and they're going in a direction and this is an, an opportunity for the Redskins to they're asking a lot of people to go all in on what they have right now assuming they're not trying to nuke, nuke the whole thing um, <laughs> but they're asking everyone to go all in right now year three of a, of a, of a good rebuild in, in professional sports that is the year you do expect to see it uh, you know in a lot of places Hell yeah, and you, the expectation level on this incoming coach it's going to be huge. It's absolutely ridiculous. No matter so, who it's going to be. You know, I, go I, all in. Everyone needs to go all in. Everybody. A, a visual of what's going on right now, though, in terms of the delay and the patience they're asking these fan base to have is like a soda bottle after it's been it's yeah, been Yeah, but the, co- the key word is this it's fan base. waiting for it. Yeah, but there's, it no, there's no pop. schedule. I'm it's not, January I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not 16th, like, 17th. Just because we don't have one, I'm not going like, oh, gosh, we don't have one now. Like, I... I I don't mind the wait. Uh, you know, I, I don't. Sports, I only mind it because I think there might be a little bit more to it. We don't know what's going on, and it's not a good uh, this, thing. The calendar's even over. I know you it. think that, and you know I think, hey, we're just waiting to get the right guy. You I know, hope so. Two, I two, hope two so. different schools of thought, but we're not behind if, schedule. I don't know if either of those things necessarily mean anything. You know I don't know if mean? we're ahead of schedule, but we're not to behind. Wait or better to go fast. I don't know that. I don't know. Definitely not ahead of schedule. We're not ahead. Definitely not. But we're not behind schedule. But we're not ahead. We're definitely not ahead. Okay. We all agree on being not ahead. So, all right. So we're, we're, we've kind of gone through, the, the, I think, the main, what we think is the crux of, of the main issue, which has manifested itself as a never-ending defensive coordinator conversation uh, in this town. Uh, let's switch gears just a little bit. Because um, it's not all drama and, and excitement in the Redskins offseason. I, I have an opportunity to um, ask some questions to Josh Doxson uh, I think on Friday, and I'll get it recorded and, and we'll uh, somehow use it for uh, our show next week. Put it up on Hogshaven. But I was thinking, what are some questions? Like, what are some questions I should ask Josh? You know, because th- this this off season on the brink, it, there's a lot going on in the in, in the Redskins organization. I, I think it's year three of a very professional, um, good looking rebuild, and from A to Z. From the sidelines to the field, there's just so much going on that if it goes right, something special is, is going to happen. And in order for something special to happen for this organization, Josh Doxson has to return value to the, to, to the franchise. And 
And so it has to, and it really has to start, obviously, you know, this season. And, and he's capable of it. Well, we were talking about expectation level. Yeah. His is, his is going to be maybe the number one, aside from the possible re-signing of Kirk Cousins, that we have to deal with, depending on what happens with our receivers. So maybe you should ask him right away, hey, Josh, do you have Art Monk's personal number on your cell phone? Yeah. Because this is what we need to do for a young kid like this that's going to come up under scrutiny right away. You know, he's already been cast in a negative light because of unfortunate Achilles injuries or sore Achilles, whatever the hell they can't diagnose. You know, it'd be nice for him to get a guy like a, an Art Monk that we have, a, a tool that we have. Gary Clark. I mean, yeah, well, you know, but Gary might take him out somewhere. And, no, you know. Gary. Oh, no. Gary, <laughs> I, I trust Gary Clark. No, Gary's publicity. awesome. But you know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. surround this young guy with some guys that have done it. And, and, you know, Snyder, one of the things he has done well is keep some of these guys around. Um, you know, I'm not sure if it's exactly his presence, but, you know, it's, they're, they're all his idols, you know, and his little nerdy ass enjoys them being around and looking around and thinking, I did all this. Yeah. Get these guys around Josh Doxson because he's in for a serious year this year. Uh, it's a make-or-break deal for First-round wide that, receivers. For that, for that draft pick that we made. They're, they're expected to be special. Right away these days. Yeah. No, no wait. Uh, and, and I think he – and we all know he has that, that ability. Um, God, if he, if he can – I mean, if you get your if you get your money's worth out of a first round wide receiver, you're getting something really good. Um, and I don't care about all the whose catches is he stealing, Deshaun's no, no, no. or it, Pierre's it, 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 or it, 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 who doesn't matter. Cares. Doesn't I, matter. I want to know like what the thing. I think for all the people who say no one can take the top off like Deshaun, and for all the people who say that no one can go over the middle on third and four and get four and a quarter yards like Pierre. I'm wondering, like, what's, like, the thing that Doxson's going to do where people are going to be like, man, no one can do that, like Josh. Catch the ball anywhere around himself, wherever it is, behind him, up, up in the air, low. He makes, the, he makes the unbelievable catch look easy. We haven't gotten to see it yet. We haven't. But uh, McLovin is known for his film watching and, and picking these guys, and he, he stands behind what he says, and he's, he's not a BSer. No. He said... We got the best athlete in this draft. And I think as a fan base, we can't wait to see what he's talking about. Yeah. But After watching Ezekiel Elliott, right. he did, I'm pretty I mean, excited. that's what I'm saying. But, but this, this, I mean, isn't that this your guy, first this question? This guy doesn't blow smoke, man. No. Isn't no, your doesn't. first question, are you going to play day one? He's going to play, but I will ask him. All right. All right. Do we know that? I mean, I, I... Do we know that for sure? No, of course. We don't know anything for sure. And we certainly don't think anything for sure about him until then because of his history. But, but You're the, smiling right now, by the way. Do you yeah. know that? You're smiling yeah. talking about whether or not Josh Doxson's going to play. I'm smiling at Ken. I don't I'm like trying it. trying to figure yeah. out I don't like the it. visual of him interviewing Doxson. I mean, I, it'll be over the phone for sure. No, it won't be in person. But, I, but he will... I, I mean, they felt good enough to get him onto the field and throw balls his way yeah, on purpose. They couldn't wait to throw the ball his way. But they took him off, and they kept him off um, out, of, Look, out of pure caution. To be honest with you, I, I don't know what the question is, but it's, it's asking him questions to get him to tell his, his story of the past year from his, in his own words and find out if there's a little bit of passion behind what he's saying, yep. whether he's got fire in him to want to prove people wrong. You know, get him to talk about his story from his perspective 
and find out, you know, is it something that he, he hated to go through and, and that he can't die to get back and, you know, prove everybody, you know? Yeah, I know you know this, but to prove everyone wrong... There's an it's, art to it's, that, It's bullshit, way. because he went down with injury, you know? No, it's no, like no, he, no, I know, I know you know this. I know, prove, but that's just... Prove that's, the people who are saying, right. you know, he's a bust. I know. Already I know. saying he's a bust. I know, but people love saying that. And sure. If he can come back healthy... It's not but even all be I'm issue. saying is I want to hear a little bit of passion, and I don't—I really don't care what he says. I just want to hear a little bit of you know—is this guy? Does he believe in himself? You know? Oh yeah, does this he guy have the was, confidence? I, I dominated at that level. I haven't heard he's from got, him. He's have you heard from him? I haven't yeah. heard from no, him. No, that's no, what I'm could, saying. We couldn't. But once again, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Aside from how horrible it was that we lost him for the year, that was horrible. But that wasn't something he decided. It wasn't by lack of this, that, or the other. You know what I mean? Uh, he's an animal. He was an animal. He's a fantastic athlete. Uh, we can only expect great things from him, but this fan base is expecting him to do a hell of a lot. Yep, they sure are. Especially if these two guys don't come back. There's going to be yep. a, a big weight on his shoulders to stay healthy and to produce. Yeah, because uh, as we've talked about before on this show, if you know he's getting paid, obviously, like a first-rounder, but his salary cap you know, benefit right. is great because he's a rookie. You know, second year, he's on a rookie deal. Um we need value from that salary cap space because we're, we're going to be stealing uh, some of it to get for defense, hopefully. Uh, you got to get the value back. You got to get the value back on a first-round wide receiver. When you miss on first-round wide receivers, I mean, you're, you, that's almost, it's not quite as bad as, as missing on the quarterback, but it's almost as bad uh, because you're, you're basically looking to, to build your offense around a guy in year one. I mean, that's why you put, his, you put your hand through the wall when you miss on the first-round guy. That's when he got that first injury, yep. McLovin just beat up the office. I mean, it was like, it was brutal. It was like, uh, maybe ask him, it was uh, like how and McHenry in, in the streets of, in the streets of Richmond. To draw that out, to draw that out of him, maybe you ask him, uh, how did it feel to hear Jay Gruden in the press conference say, you know, we got to do a better job on first draft picks. One's a guard and the other one hasn't seen the field. Rookie. And then, and then hey. find out what, yeah, find out what, what, how he kind of reacted to that. Yeah. Like, did it piss him off? Did he, did he let it roll it off his shoulder? Hell yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. Hell I mean, yeah, no, no, no. I'm off. just saying. I'm not asking right. you. I'm saying right. I'd like to know what he says. Can you pass me that uh, Irish-looking bottle yes. over there, sir? Maybe a few uh, cubes of frozen water. Yes, I think I could do that. Keep this show yeah. going the right way. Hey, sir. Ooh, that's a good. Mm. That's a that cork just came right out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Doxson is getting some good questions. We'll we'll put that up on uh, Hogshaven after I get a chance to to talk to him. That's a cool deal, man. So. Haven't heard much he, from him. Not have, many well, people have interviewed him. Well, he, I think he's also doing something for like promotional through some organization. He's, he's <laughs> is that with. the only reason why you get a chance to talk to him? Now? Well, yeah, I, I well, yeah, yeah, of course. They he reached like, out to you. They, or did he lose the band in Atlantic City? I know, he lost in Atlantic City. You know what? I should be able to plug it better. But he's doing something for some card company. Like he's signing a bunch of rookie cards yeah, at the yeah, Super Bowl, yeah. and he's promoting some big event about that. So, I, I don't know. I, I'm definitely going to re-listen to that interview we did with the TCU guy uh, a year ago. Still our number one uh, all-time listener. He loved him, man. Josh right? Doxson is listens. John Snow. Doc. For by one far. show. For, for Doc one. and Johnny Snow. Right? Yeah. It was our number one. Oh, right? I'm bringing that. It's going to be the – I mean, I'm going to say, listen, we titled an entire <laughs> segment <laughs> of our programming. TCU Josh Doxson is John Snow. Go Horn Frog Nation. So, we're kind of – Yeah, let's draft some more guys from TCU. I'm going to be like, listen, I'm going to get um, Melisandre to come say some words over top of you and just wake you on up. Let's just get it going. 
is that is that is that a spoil alert for Jackson's career? I mean, do we just spoil the fact that he's going to beast out on on the league next year? I think we did. I think we did too. Sorry, everybody. No spoil alerts on this show. Be great if it does. Be great if it does. Anything else <laughs> bothering you guys, or anything else gr- you you grinding your gears about this off season? Besides what we, besides the, the main issues we've already spoken about. I mean, I think, I think those are the, no, the hot I, buttons. I, uh, you know, we knew McVeigh no. was going to be gone within twelve months. You know, I wasn't shocked that he was gone. I thought it would be next year, but whatever. We got a guy calling the play, so I'm good. I'm good. Covered it all so far. Till next week. Well, until until well, you guys, there's just there's like one huge outstanding <laughs> issue. <laughs> dun I mean, dun dun. Oh wait, donde esta Senor cousin? Oh yeah. I thought we were gonna get through an entire show without actually mentioning it once. No, yes. are you kidding me? Damn, we didn't pro- we didn't do any Kirk free promises. No, we didn't. And now that hold on. Now somebody's waiting for a job in San Fran, and that's going to be the conversation for the next God knows how long Atlanta stays alive. He's not going anywhere. That I'm not, not worried about right now. No, that, me neither. No, it's just, no, it's that, just that's something. It's the stuff it really you doesn't to, need to be talked about, through, to be honest. And you accidentally click on it. And then no, you, give, and you it really just, don't. We don't need to really spend time on it, to be honest with you. Not yet. Well, who do you think Kirk's rooting for <laughs> this weekend? <laughs> The Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ. Is he rooting for Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Because I'm, I'm taking to understand he he's, appreciates yeah. both of those guys. Yeah, but he's gaga over Aaron Rodgers. He said on on Mic'd Up, I don't care what anyone says about his production this year, That's he's the, he's the best of the That would be right my now. guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, how is he? He's Obviously, he, he is an athletic, he's somewhat athletic looking, but is he the, he's the sneakiest most athletic person I've ever seen, like ever. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, as as athletic as you think he is, but just be based on what you've seen him but do, it's not like he needs to be able to, you know, jump, you know, a ridiculous vertical or run a ridiculous, you know. No, but he does everything so forty time. It's, it's the twitch. It's, it's his. Smooth. It's the way in which he does it. Correct. Oh, I, oh, it's the yes. way in which he extends a play. That is extremely. That's an extremely athletic thing. But his ability to do it under it's a dance, such calm. Composure. Yeah, he has Joe make, Montana feet in and the pocket. Make play after play after play after play after play. That's what makes him now, an incredible. I, athlete. As guys who threw the ball for very solid organizations of St. John's and did you go to, did you go to McNamara? No, you went to Dematha. Dematha. Yes. Um, talk to me about <laughs> his wrist snap because I don't think that's like the most common thing either. It's com- kind of ludicrous what he does with his wrists f- to a football. And then afterwards, I'll tell you about Roger Clemens throwing a fastball about yes. one or two, or Nolan Ryan. Yes. We can do all that. Because when I flick my wrist with a Nerf ball, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. No. It's not. It's not. It, it, the Lord blessed him with uh, a golden, ridiculous ability. Uh, that is sick. There's that, something that, physically sublime. It's sick. When, you, when they would just watch him, when you, if you watch him in warm-ups, I mean, I'm sure anyone who's ever watched him just throw the ball comes away with, with, with it. But just watching him when the receiver hands on the ball and he's just throwing a warm-up throw, it's unbelievable how it's almost like a golf backswing in super slow-mo. I, I can't explain it because there's so much wrist to wrist snap to his throw, and it's so perfect. And that the uh, the plane that he that he released that ball from to make that, that throw to Jared Cook, 
I don't know. I, well, he, he'll and, he'll and, admit and it. He says, it, look, that was a much better catch than it was a throw. Now, he put it to, to a place where only his guy I don't think it was it. a much better catch. I think it was equal. Sure. Unbelievable. It was a great play for That ball people. couldn't have been put anywhere else. True. And yeah, he put it exactly where his guy could get oh. it, nobody else. But as That's stated what you're supposed to do as a quarterback. On but, the audible. As stated yeah. on the audible previously, because there's a lot of people kind of work bringing it all the way back to Kirk. A lot of people want to put up Aaron Rodgers' stats next to Kirk's through a similar amount of time. And they, they you know, as like, it's my cousin Vinny. Identical. But what I said was, no. when Aaron Rodgers makes a play, like you you expected him, like b- before he makes the play, you expect him to do what he's about to do. And then he goes out and does it. Like, His I, consistency. I'm not surprised at he's all. He's done it over and over and over again. And he's also done it over and over and over again in games that count. Of course, the veteran aspect of it, obviously. But I'm just saying even... Five years ago, you expected him to make a play because yeah. he, he's a playmaker. When Dallas makes the 50-plus field goal and, and the bar goes nuts with Cowboys fans doing, I told you so. I was thinking, man, Remember, he, they he, left this guy way too much time. He dropped in the draft. How much time he is not enough wait. time to leave Aaron Rodgers? But, yeah, classically taught by Tedford out there, yeah. and that's a part of his old fundamentals and his, uh, his, his wrist flick. He wasn't a proven I mean, commodity when he first started. He's three years down the road. He sat for three years. But I still think he, he, he dropped first. in the draft. Yeah. As much as I love I Kirk Cousins, I felt bad for him on draft night. It was, that was that was gut wrenching to watch. And I love Kirk Cousins, but your the eyes don't lie. I mean, when you watch Aaron Rodgers, you're watching something. I mean, everyone says, "I want that guy." Why can't we have a guy like that? There's like no Here's guys the like that. There's I, one guy like that. I don't that. want he, Kirk Cousins top five all time before it's all said. And yes, done. I don't yes. want Kirk Cousins to be an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. I want Kirk Cousins to be the next guy that people say uh, he reminds me of a Kirk Cousins. That's yeah. what I want Kirk yeah. Cousins to become. That's why I, th- I think that's what we all want Kirk Cousins to become. Hey, you know, you're asking me what I would take or what I would love for it to be. I mean, I, I said before I thought worst case scenario over a long period of time, he's a he's a Philip Rivers for us, and I say and I say that complimentary to both Rivers and Cousins. I hope, um, but what before you even get to what the eyes you know would tell you, um, you know. Aaron has a ring. Aaron's been at two Super Bowls, I believe. No, just one? Has he been in two? Just one. Just one. Um, and at the, that, that's, that always separates the conversation. At the, for better or for worse, uh, he's, a, he's a Super Bowl champion, so uh, he's, he has that over. In addition to all the other things, that just makes him even that much greater. And until Kirk, if Kirk never he, gets he's a— getting my, he, uh, He's getting my support. If Kirk never gets a ring, he can never be compared with, you know— uh, guys who have them, especially guys on on Aaron's level. It's not a comparison right now. And that's I love, fine. I that's love fair. Kirk, too. That's fair it's Kevin. not a comparison. It's not. Looks like we got some Angie going on there. Yeah, it's going on. There you go. Yeah, just give a little bit of extra sun on the way out. Bump. Well, I just didn't. Want, I just didn't want to not talk about Kirk uh, because I, it's it's part of it's part of our off season on the brink. It's part of. It, it, all of a sudden, everything it does is kind of con- convert, converging, I guess, convulging, converging uh, on this one offseason. People think people are genuinely concerned that this organization is considering pushing the reset button on this. And I, I hope that's not the case. They're I don't not think it's giving the case. everybody all the indications that they should be panicking a little bit. Not panicking, but thinking about what the hell is going on. I, I kind of think there's a lot of people right now going, Yeah, what's going on? Well, we're going to keep digging T-Strack. Let's do it. He's Kevin Ricca. 
enjoying himself. I'm enjoying myself, and uh, I am Kevin Ricca. He is Kevin Ricca, and he is Tim Strachan. That's right. I'm Kevin Arangolo, and this was The Audible.